All right, everyone. Thanks for checking out this next episode. Uh, I'm in, in at SilverTech in Manchester, New Hampshire, sitting with Chad Campbell, head of sales here. Uh, thanks for taking the time. I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Sam. Um, so you're located in Manchester. I know you have a second location. We'll touch on that in a minute. But uh, why don't you just go over a little bit about SilverTech, what uh, you guys do, who you sure. service, and we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah. So SilverTech is a digital marketing and technology firm. Mm-hmm. So we've been in business for 24 years. We started in 1996. Um, it really started off as actually the, the owners uh, or the owner and the uh, co-founder who still work here mm-hmm. uh, started off as an inter, uh, internet service provider. They oh, had a okay. couple hundred clients. Okay. Um, this was back in 96. Yeah. And they quickly realized they didn't have enough capital yeah. <laughs> to do that. But they had quite a few clients, a couple of good clients. Um and then as the internet started to really take shape, mm-hmm. um, they were working to build uh, a lot of websites and they were working for a lot of the local uh, traditional agencies like GYK, uh, Tracy Edwards O'Neill, some of the other agencies to build websites for their clients. And they were very simple, static HTML websites because mm-hmm. uh, everybody needed a website right yeah, away. Yeah. Um, and then as time went on, um, they started to bring in different people, people that knew about design and usability as, as those professions were starting to take shape. Um, and then in uh, the early 2000s, we uh, built a application for a company called Amerifee, which did bridge loans for uh, cosmetic surgery, like dental surgery and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This was before the time of um, uh home equity lines of credit and stuff like that. Sure. So they built an application that uh, was doing, basically it was a real-time application for people to get approved for a loan. It was oh, pretty okay. complex and it yep. was before this type of engagement was really happening online. Sure. So it was pretty leading edge. Um, and that company ended up getting purchased by Capital One Healthcare. Capital One had a division. Oh, wow. Um, and we were the only vendor um, through that ex- acquisition that stayed on, passed all the stringent security regulations and code quality and everything for Capital One. Um, and that project, along with a couple other smaller local projects and websites, uh, kind of put us on the map. And from there, we started to, to grow organically, hmm. um, going from yeah, just those two people, and now we're about 85 people between this office and the Indianapolis office. Okay. And so you started out with a few different variations. And right now, I was looking at your website. It looks like you do a few different things mm-hmm. like website development, marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, just maybe give a brief overview sure. of like, just the categories. There. Sure. So we work for a variety of different companies. Our mm-hmm. main verticals that we focus on are finance, mm-hmm. uh, travel and tourism, okay. healthcare, uh, higher ed. Okay. Um, so for uh, finance, for example, we work for a lot of different banks and credit unions around here. Ones you would know about are Bank of New Hampshire, East mm-hmm. Boston Savings Bank, many, many others. Um, for those types of clients, we do uh, a lot of website design and development. Uh, we do a lot of managed services, so that's mostly hosting, um, making sure that uh, everything's staying secure. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, then we also have a full service digital marketing team. So we do a lot of um, Google ads, mm-hmm. um, a lot of different digital marketing and advertising, um, mm-hmm. yeah, either Google ads or display, mm-hmm. uh, social media advertising, um, a lot of search engine optimization work. Um, mm-hmm. 
stuff like that to really drive revenue for companies. For sure, mm-hmm. sure. That's cool. Uh, and so what would you say, um, so we'll go into a little bit about um, there's, you know, probably people listening that have or will listen that, you know, own a business or something like that, local mm-hmm. business in the New Hampshire area. Um, as far as like Google, social media, a lot of it, it's been around for a long time, but a lot of people still kind of just like hear the words. They don't really know what it means. So I, this is a very deep rabbit hole I know we could go into. So I think maybe just like what are some maybe just things to focus on or like different things to kind of look for or, sure. or try to start with, I guess, from a business owner standpoint. Yeah. So I think it depends on the size of your business mm-hmm. and what type of business you have. Mm-hmm. Um, we take a business first approach to mm-hmm. technology. You know, what is the business problem or business opportunity that we're trying to solve for? Mm-hmm. Um, understanding who your target audience is. Yep. Um, understanding what information they need in order to make a decision. Um, what different types of the buying cycle there are and where are they in that buying cycle? Um, we, we, we tend to look at that first. I think what happens a lot of times is a company, especially smaller businesses, will say, I want to be on Facebook, or, uh, and then they put up a Facebook page, and then they do absolutely nothing with it. Right, right. right they post exactly. once a month, maybe, yeah, and it's yeah. not providing any value to yeah, yeah. the people they're, they're um, trying to, to reach. Um so just having it, it's not field of dreams. If you build it, right. it will come type right. thing. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's providing relevant digital experiences mm-hmm. to them. Um, I think a lot of times uh, we'll, we'll get calls from people that say, I want to be on the first page of Google when somebody searches for things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that knowledge gap of what it takes to actually be and the investment that it takes to actually be right. found um, yep. and found quickly and easily and you have the most relevant content mm-hmm. um, it's it's a big investment it's a lot of time that yeah. somebody has to put in yeah. um, so I think there's a lot of information out there I guess my my advice would be you know look at the business challenges first and what you want to do and find a partner that can, can help you and will track it um, not for some vanity metrics but for actual conversion people actually doing business with you yeah and i think that's an important point as far as like uh tracking and and being value-based everything i worry what have you seen i know and you tend to work with bigger corporations so they but do you see like is it is it the best idea for a business to create have an agency or work with a company such as yourself and then kind of just expect that everything uh, kind of like turn a blind eye and say, okay, it's being taken care of, or like they still need to be aware of like, you know, s- at least some of what's going on, right? And like being sure. aware of what to look for for the ROI and things like that, mm-hmm. um, rather than just saying, okay, I have the Facebook page, I hired these guys, we're all set, right? Like, yeah. it, there's some sort of, to different degrees depending on the business, but um, still being at least in the loop as far as like what's going on because they pretty much set the direction as far as like where you know, the marketing or what the goals are, right, that you sure. are trying to hit as sure. the, as the well, I mean, we try to be as proactive as yeah. possible, yeah. but um, I think a good example would be um, uh, Owl's Nest, which okay. is the golf course uh, up north. Yep. Uh, they have a golf course, they have a wedding venue, they have uh, real estate up there, yep. uh, rentals and purchase. Um, great company, we've worked with them for quite a few years. When they started off, their main, working with us, their main goal was to um, 
get more weddings. That was their, their big goal. Um, so over the last two years, um, or maybe the last year rather, they've already booked out now 2020 for their whole season because hmm. we're marketing, we're doing digital marketing, and we're getting mm-hmm. honed in to that target demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, so they saw a return on investment you know, within six months or so, mm-hmm. and now fully because they're, they're booked. But now they don't want to just stop. We want to keep going, and now we're focusing. We're going to keep that track going, which in order to stay relevant and be top of mind to the right audience for those weddings, you can't just say we've done that and then set it and forget it, Right. which a lot of agencies do, um, mm-hmm. but we take a more proactive approach to it. Um, but now they can start to look at other things like filling up their restaurant, um, you know, golf is another mm-hmm. one, um, and then their real estate side that we're going to start to focus on more. So it it depends on the business and yeah. what they're trying to achieve, but we're constantly working with them. They're constantly right. developing different content, have different ideas. That We're basically become an extension of their team. Right. But yeah, they don't just go away. Yeah, we're yeah. We're all collaborating on it's a all weekly, cohesive. weekly basis. Yeah. 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 So what, like, like you were saying with the targeting and things like that, I think uh, that's probably like one of the most beneficial parts, I would say, probably of social advertising, sure. right? As far as being able to get so like granular in the target. I know mm-hmm. some things are changing now, but um, like with the targeting versus like TV commercials or something like that, yep. where um, everything has its place, but it just seems like you can, the relevancy you have, the ability to be as relevant as you do now, mm-hmm. just seems to be, has skyrocketed with like, you know, the ability. Yeah, you can really now. target in, I mean, between, I mean, Google ads, um, Facebook, yes, things are changing, but you could still, mm-hmm. um, you know, target people or focus on people that could be in your demographic of who you're, you're trying to reach out to. Mm-hmm. So we work for a lot of healthcare mm-hmm. companies, hospitals, you know, we can, in healthcare, the female head of household is the person that makes 90% of all the decisions in yep. healthcare for their family mm-hmm. and oftentimes for their parents and oftentimes for the husband's parents. There's a lot oh, of research okay. on it. So <laughs> when you're looking at, you know, urgent care mm-hmm. or different types of, procedures, we can hone in on that female mm. head of household, for yep. example. Um, other things you can do, and everybody's seen it, is retargeting. So mm-hmm. if you go on Amazon, you looked at a lamp, next thing you know, in your Facebook feed or other websites you go to, all yep. you see is that lamp on the side and maybe a yep. carpet that goes with it or something, you know, it follows you along. Um, so you can really, it's very effective and you right. can really hone in on it. Some people still think it's creepy, but... Side question. So, <laughs> so, so, no, that is, yeah, very much aware of that and happens all the time. The debate now, I think, is like, is are they listening? I've had friends, like, and I don't know how true it is, but like, do you, I don't know, I assume it'll probably happen eventually, but like, somebody, like, you know, I've heard stories of, oh, I was like talking to somebody about this, and all of a sudden I went on and it's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that, that's. That that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, where where do you see, where do you see yeah yeah where do you see things with like uh, voice and voice search? Do you think that's like on the horizon? Is it oh, really yeah. far yeah. out? Or oh, what? absolutely! It's taken hold and taken yeah. hold quickly. Yeah. Um, I think it's still to me. I find it aggravating personally. Um, even though I work in a 
technology yeah. <laughs> firm. I uh, try to stay away from it as much as I possibly can. But, um, so why is that? Wait, why is that? I, I'm interested. Uh, I'm a Gen Xer, you know. Okay, uh, okay. 44. I feel like uh, is it I like... try to hold on to, uh, 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 you know, just not having technology on me at all. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yep. So adding different things and yep. get made fun of a lot of a lot here for that. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, but voice, I mean, uh, clients are asking about yeah, it. It's yeah. it's important because a lot of people have voice. I can't remember the statistics, but I just read something the other day. It's significant, the amount of yeah. people that, that have it. Um, industries like finance are looking into it heavily. Mm -hmm. um, some of the larger corporations are looking into it heavily. Um, and if somebody has an echo or, or whatever mm -hmm. in their house and they want to find out, you know, if your restaurant's open or whatever, yep. you want to be showing up for that. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I don't want to say it's in its infancy, but it's, it's, I think it's an adolescent at this point. Cause I mm -hmm. think it's still aggravating to me to use voice. It's what, not yeah. 100% like, there. Right. As far as like the interaction goes yeah. with like the devices. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that that, um, it's going to be interesting because I look at like some, you type in Google and you get like a sheet of first page of results, right? Mm -hmm. When somebody says like, you know, get me this or like even, you know, mm -hmm. I need to sell my whole whatever. It's now like, what are they going to get? They're going to get one response or they're going to get yeah. options or, you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like brand, like branding comes into play there quite sure. a bit. Like, you sure. know, yep. but so yeah, I mean, it's something we do a lot of it. So, yeah. um, and we're continuing to, yeah. and say, yeah. we have to yeah. stay in, at, the, at the forefront of it. Sure. I mean, I think now more than anything, when I started here seven years ago, we were talking about a lot of website personalization. So when somebody shows up to the website okay. based on who you are and maybe how you've interacted with the site in the past, yep. you're going to get personalized content. Yep. Um, that is something the technology firms that build the platforms that we build websites on and, and other platforms on have been talking about and had that ability for a while, but it hasn't been until for the last couple of years mm -hmm. that this type of... Um, Personalization is actually happening. We're right. actually developing it for companies. Yep. Using various uh, technologies like data management platforms that have huge amounts of data on yep. individuals, whether they know who you are or not. We bucket um, you into different personas and can offer you the next best offer based on who you are within those data management platforms. Wow. So it's, it's, it's very. Um, a lot of people call that creepy. A lot of people expect it, though. Mm -hmm. uh, right? You want that personalized content. Yeah. You want um, you want your your journey to be for you and what you're looking for. Right. And that's how we get there. So that's yeah. what we're doing a lot of right now. Okay. We're, we're, we're investing a lot into it and a lot of time and effort. And, yeah. Into it. So. Well, it's convenience, right? And I think that I this is just my opinion, but I think the whole like privacy versus, you know, concerns and everything, like, go out the window as far as, like, people want convenience and, like, they're willing to yeah. save time to, sure. like, give that out, but at the same time, like, I, you know, but yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah, it can be yeah. controversial, so. I think it's a generational thing, too. True, you know? yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
All right, I don't want to you know take up too much more of your time. So you're in New. This is New Hampshire office. You have mm-hmm. another in, office in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like there was you know just it was just strategic as far as like you know yeah. for there that you yeah. had some we have, business uh, over there. Yeah, we have uh, clients. Uh, we have some international clients, but most of our clients are throughout the U.S. Yep. Um, and it gives us. It was an opportunity. We acquired mm-hmm. a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an opportunity to have a, a footprint in the Midwest. Sure. Yeah. yeah very cool. Um, so New Hampshire. What do you? What are we? You're from New Hampshire, right? Yeah. From Boston. Originally That's from cool. Boston. Yeah. What's uh? What would you say like your favorite part of New Hampshire is? It's a great state for raising a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that. that's that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, we live in. I live in Bedford now, and the school system there is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And my kids are getting really great education. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You have the mountains is an hour. The beach is less than an hour. Boston's an hour. Yep. Um, you know what's it, it? It's all there. Um, a lot of people complain about the winters. I like the changing of the seasons. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a, another positive. But yeah, it's definitely the um, the schools, uh, the ability to go to a lot of different places in a very right right uh, area. Um, and it's beautiful. Yeah, that's I agree with that. It's a good balance of like you have the quiet area where like you can relax, but you can you're not far from different yeah, like yeah. things to go and do. Yeah, so very cool. So all right, well, Chad, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Thanks yeah, for uh, chatting with me, and uh, hopefully I'll run into you again uh, yeah, sometime thanks, in the future. All right, take it easy. You too.